welcome to Move Left Idiots, a socialist talk podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Montarulo, uh, joined here by my co-host, Comrade Dracula. Comrade, what's going on? <coughs> All right, take two. Um, we are back, America. Uh, I'm good. Uh, enjoying my unemployment currently. Um, <laughs> I uh, Usually you always pitch to me, and I have a, f- a fun story about working at the State Department, and I, I won't have any more of those anymore, uh, sadly. But uh, I, I was going to pitch it back to you. How are you doing, Anthony? Eh, you know, I'm doing. I'm, I'm doing okay. <laughs> um, yeah, no, um, not bad. Uh, also joining us this week uh, is our uh, frequently recurring guest host, uh, Jules. Jules is back. Uh, Jules, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Love being on with you guys. Yeah, no, we love we love having you on. You're back on Twitter as well for for the next ten minutes or so, right? I am. We'll see how long that lasts this time. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, I I remember because I uh, you and me most recently got banned from Twitter the same day. Yes. And that, yes. there was like a huge purge that day. It was the same day that Julian Assange was arrested. So the you know conspiratorial mind I have, I was kind of like that. It's got to be a coincidence that, you know, it's got to be, got to be planned <laughs> together. So. Yeah, I actually posted something in support of Assange. And then, like, I went to a meeting. Um, I had a DSA meeting that night and I went into my car and I tried to log on. And it said I was suspended. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, like nothing happened. So it's pretty crazy. And I've been on for two days and I've already been locked out like four times and Oof, I'm already getting... Uh, trolled by the you are all Assadist crowd, so <laughs> I'm doing good. <laughs> Lovely. Um, what? Yeah. Ha- so what? I'm actually curious because I've never been banned. What happens when you get banned? Like, do you do you try to sign into the app and it just like gives you a big like message when you log in? How's it work um, usually? So basically, it the I guess with my first account, it said that I was suspended, um, and the first time I was able to appeal. Um, and I was actually suspended while I was getting death threats. So that was kind of weird. And I successfully appealed. They never even told me like what I did wrong. Um, and they gave me my account back, never even told me that they were giving me my account back. One day I just signed in and it was working again. And then this time, or like they've just been ignoring my appeal. It's still open actually. So they might one day decide that my account's going to start working again. Well, and this is like, this happens all the time. You get, you know, mass reported and it just automatically does it. And then they don't have people there to to fix it. I I watched a video just last night about the people who are like like the moderators on Facebook. Facebook employs about, I think it's about uh, 30,000 people to do this job, right? But most of what they end up having to do is like watch like animal abuse videos and snuff videos on (laughs) Facebook and to delete it. And this shit gets, like, uploaded over and over and over, and these people have, like, no mental health care at work, and, like, they're all, like, they have, like, PTSD from just moderating shit, you know? So that's the kind of stuff that, like, you know, people should obviously, you know, don't want to be posting animal abuse videos online if your your purpose is not to bring uh, awareness or anything. But but at the same time, then, you know, we're getting banned. I got, I got lo- I lost an account for using the idiom, a hill to die on. You know, like, that's what got me banned right. one time. Just fucking ridiculous. Right. I got banned while I was being harassed, and I called that person a turf, and um, that's what I got banned for. So, I mean, and this person is actually still online, and I saved an entire Dropbox of, like, the things that I would get, and then I would report them, and Twitter would tell me to, like, look at context. Right. I would get dick pics. I would get, I would get rape threats. 
I would get death threats and Twitter would be like, you need to take a look at context. This isn't a violation. I was like, oh, okay. So I started saving everything, right? And, you know, still nothing. Right. Well, and, and then their, their pathetic excuse of, well, we can't uh, police um, Nazi hate speech because it's so similar to the things that right-wing uh, Congress <laughs> right. people say. And exactly. it's like, then you should be fucking banning them, too. If you can't tell the difference, then what? <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah, right. why? Or, or with uh, threatening violence. There was this jackass for the Washington Post or whoever the fuck it was saying that we should be bombing Iran. And I was like, I'm going to go fucking report that at reporters. You oh, know, yeah. Uh, I would report those of, all the time. I'm like, this yeah. is, you know, when they would threaten Venezuela, like Marco Rubio and shit. And like, they're like, no, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. they they'll always just be like, we've received your report, and then that'll just be that. Exactly. Know? No, you yeah. got a blue check. You can say whatever violent thing you want on Twitter.com. Exactly. Well, you know, speaking of people that uh, just recently uh, created a new account on Twitter.com. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're using the term people loosely here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, everyone's favorite alleged uh, mass murderer, O.J. Simpson, uh, recently mm. just created a Twitter account. Uh, and that's uh, just and you know didn't he, he did it like almost exactly twenty five years to the day after he cut the it, heads it, off it l- two people. Literally three yeah. days ago was the twenty fifth anniversary of the Bronco chase. So he and he created an account this week. So it was either the day uh, of or like the day <laughs> after. Yeah. I mean, he's such a piece of shit. Like it, it's kind of really unreal. <laughs> um, it's but like so typical narcissism, right? Yeah. <laughs> So I mean, OJ can't fucking help himself. He's a maniac. So you know, he creates a he creates a Twitter, right? And immediately, so there have been a ton of really funny like OJ parody accounts on Twitter for years. You know, like killer at killer OJ Simpson stuff like that. Um, and one guy that I think it was I think it was at Twitter uh, killer OJ Simpson. I uh, was like, hey, uh, so OJ is like threatening me in my DMs right now because I won't <laughs> delete my account. And people were like, oh, you're so full of shit. So he literally posted like a video that he took of his computer screen, like scrolling through the DMs to prove that it was real. And he has a DM with OJ and it's like um, OJ asked him to delete his uh, his account uh, and threatens legal action. And then the guy's like, you know, I'm just a fucking parody account with 300 followers. What are you doing? Uh, so then OJ tweets, uh, messages him, think I'm playing, motherfucker. Uh, and the guy says, sadly, nope. Uh, look, if my little Twitter account with 300 followers bugs you that much, then you're weak as fuck. Uh, and then O'Shea t- uh, messaged him back, seen that video you just posted about me. You think I'm playing? I'm tired of all your bullshit. I will find your ass and cut you. Don't believe me? Just watch and see, bitch. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> the guy responds, uh, dude, there are others that literally have more followers than me and more convincing than mine. Uh, you know, laugh my ass off. You're going to cut me. Awesome. Is that what you said to Nicole? So then OJ uh, messaged him with about 20 uh, knife emojis and then said, you next to this guy. Yeah. So he didn't just threaten this guy. He admitted that he's killed before when he said, you're next, basically. Mm-hmm, yeah. And he's done this so many times where he's essentially admitted to it that, you know, and then if you ask him, he's like, no, I didn't. You know, he has these interviews where he's like, you know. I, I wish I could just come out and say it, but I can't. But he lets it loose all these other ways. <laughs> like, you know, when he wrote an entire fucking chapter of a book <laughs> about doing it. If I did it. <laughs> yeah. 
So this you know, is a how lot of, I would do it. Yeah. <laughs> so a lot of people thought like, oh yeah, maybe that, that's got to be fake. Like OJ doesn't give a fuck if there's a bunch of people parodying him on on Twitter. Like clearly he's got bigger things to worry about than that. So you know, this I I I just found this funny. This was the video that OJ himself posted on his Twitter as like his intro to Twitter video. Uh, here, I'll play the audio from that. Hey, Twitter world, this is yours truly. Now, coming soon to Twitter, you'll get to read all my thoughts and opinions on just about everything. Now, there's a lot of fake OJ accounts out there, so this one, at the real OJ32, is the only official one. So, this should be a lot of fun. I got a little getting even to do. So, God bless. Take care. <laughs> he literally mentions fucking like fake Twitter accounts in his intro to Twitter video. Yeah, and, and he's got he's got to get even with them or <laughs> or somebody, the public. Uh, you don't really know. Uh, yeah, no, he, he's, he's a fucking maniac. It's it's so hilarious no, man, if he, he wasn't he's like crazy. a mess. <laughs> well, the the thing that was always like the that when he wrote the chapter of that book, if I did it was that he writes this story where he's got this alter ego that actually does the killing, and then he has to make up, like, a cover story, right? And he comes, he literally says this, you know, so when I had to lie to the police, here's the lie I told. But the thing is, the, the lie he tells in this story of if he did it is the exact actual story he told the police in real life. Like he's not that creative. Like he just <laughs> like yeah. Uh, so I, I don't know how many times he could admit that he did it, but he fucking did it. He's a fucking you know double homicide. You know, flips out. Yeah, but at the slightest thing, you know, motherfucker. But I, I, I it's just I. I think it's so funny that he's probably sitting at home, like just fuming. It's like there's there, there's all these fake Twitter accounts, and people are gonna think it's really me, and they're saying this fucked up shit. I what what are we gonna do about that? Like screaming at his fucking lawyer, like losing his mind because there's right. some asshole in you know oh. Paramus with a 300 follower Twitter account and making he's, fun yeah, he's of him. Like, well, you know, this is what I'm gonna do about it. I'm gonna fucking threaten them. <laughs> <That's what laughs> I'm gonna fucking cut his head off, like. He's just such a maniac. It's so yeah, hilarious. Well, he's probably been scheming like this for years, and they were telling him uh-huh. like, "OJ, OJ, just calm down. Like, don't, don't read it." He's like, "I want to be on Twitter." God damn. <laughs> <laughs> and he gets on there. He's like, "God bless." Wink. <laughs> <laughs> oh Two my seconds God, later. So fucking funny. Uh, I'm gonna he's call up in this guy's DMs. I'm gonna send him a whole bunch of knives. <laughs> fucking worst <laughs> so and by the way for anyone that is kind of a new listener to the show we did a review of the entire uh people versus oj simpson series as one of our like movie left reviews like a while back uh re- it's it's pretty good i think you, you know anyone that anyone that watched that should check it out because uh, we we really did like a deep dive into that's not only that series but like the whole oj case and also the in, the interview that aired last year that was from 2006 that 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 interview that got shelved where he basically was doing promo for the if i did it book and he did that <laughs> insane interview on tv where he completely laid out exactly how he fucking killed ron and nicole and and then he was like you know this is all hypothetically of course at the end but like it was <laughs> fucking terrifying and like oh okay that's so that's how you did it you're a fucking maniac yeah. Um, oh, then then there was the part where he like jokingly, you know, made like a stabbing motion with an actual fucking knife at the reporter, god. like, haha, oh see, isn't god. it funny? And oh it's just god. it's He's like a fucking lunatic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So really that that's is. how uh, our our week started um, with uh, OJ Simpson <laughs> returning to our and lives. basically just continued to go off the rails. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> 72 <laughs> hours. He was only online 72 hours before he used Twitter to threaten another murder. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean... <laughs> and admit to his previous murder that he was acquitted of. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It, 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 well, you, you put that fucking Twitter poll up. Is, is he going to get a, a blue check first or get banned first? My, my, I'm going to guess blue check is what he's going to get. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> Now I'm going to probably guess blue check as well, even though he is literally threatening to murder people in his DMs, but whatever. Yeah. Right. And, and remember, um, he was found guilty, right? He was found guilty civilly, of yeah, he was found their, guilty. Their, their, their constitutional rights to not be beheaded. He, I mean, <laughs> how many other murderers have blue checks on Twitter? I mean, I'm willing to take a guess that there are quite a few. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they all, they're yeah. all in the government. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so speaking of, uh, you know, uh, murderers on Twitter, we should talk about the Iran situation because that's uh, really turning into a shit show. Uh, So today, uh, apparently, uh, the Iranian military shot down a U.S. drone that was in Iranian airspace, which is apparently an act of aggression by Iran that we had a U.S. drone in Iranian airspace and that they shot it down. Why do they have airspace? Why do they have a country there in the middle of all of our bases? I don't understand what's what their problem is. It's, it's rude of them, quite frankly, honestly. <laughs> um, they have all of our oil under their country. What fucking assholes. <laughs> I know. And they're hiding it from us, too. So um, Kyle, actually, from Secular Talk, summed it up pretty well, how, how preposterous it is that everyone is using this as a pretext for talking about Iranian aggression. Uh, so Iran, he, he tweeted out, Iran shooting down a U.S. military drone isn't remotely surprising. Uh, the U.S. pulled out of the nuclear agreement. The U.S. slapped illegal sanctions on Iran, including on medicine. Uh, U.S. is forcing Iranian oil exports, uh, which shore up their economy, to zero. And Iran says that we violated their airspace with our drone. So it's, it's preposterous of us to even get uh, upset about the fact that they shot our drone down. But, of course, that was done intentionally. Because Bolton and Pompeo are furiously trying to get us into war with Iran, because uh, you uh, you mentioned earlier, I, th- I guess when we were off air, about how Ven- uh, <laughs> that hilarious Business Insider story uh, about Venezuela, where the, the headline kind of said it all. It basically said um, Trump is giving up on regime change in Venezuela because it's complicated, and he got bored. Report says <laughs> yes. <laughs> Which yes. is just fucking... I love it. I love it. And then, of course, all the fucking liberals are like, but, 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 you know, like they, they still want those policy agendas of, of backing right wing coups because Hillary wanted those things uh, and, yeah. you know, Obama to a, a degree. Uh, and, and yeah, we talked about this on the show last night. Like the, the fact that Trump is so simple minded and arrogant that he doesn't have like this, you know, onward Christian soldier militaristic. Uh, you know, ideology to him. He's just like, eh, if we couldn't do it in one day, I'm over it. You know, <laughs> like, and, and you know, of course, Bolton and Pompeo are probably furious that they can't leverage him because they're fairly incompetent, uh, even though they do want war. That I've been sort of like, like, uh, enthusiastically thrilled that the the, the the Trump actually has done something that the left has been <laughs> trying to do for a long time. Um, yeah, yeah, he stumbled into it, but it, it is amusing. Um, yeah, well, that's the thing. It's like Pompeo and Bolton are bumbling buffoons, but they're just, they have such a hard on for, for starting a new war during this administration. And Trump seems to not really be gung ho about doing that. So I think they're trying to do everything that they can right now to trick him into 
hastily starting a war with Iran. So they're trying, they're pulling out all these fucking stops. They're, you know, doing that. They're, I, I'm not sure if it was before we went on air last week or not, but they had that, uh, you know, th- that, that bullshit story about how the, 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 uh, Iranians, uh, put landmines that blew up the fucking Japanese, uh, tanker ship, which is preposterous. And even the Japanese captain was like, yeah, no, that's, not what happened. It was a projectile. It was a missile. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't mines. Uh, and then we released this video of the Iranians coming back and removing a landmine that didn't detonate from the hull of one of the. Sh- I mean, it's just for fucking preposterous how stupid they think we are. No, oh, yeah, I, I, I think I tweeted out something like this is this is like if Tom Clancy was still alive but had suffered a massive stroke. Uh, and you're still writing novels, like this is the plot you would come up with, honestly. Yeah, I, I mean, it's it's really preposterous. I mean, at this point, it's just they're going to release a video of like a bunch of white guys in brown face and like fake beards. I mean, like, hey, look, this is Iran, the Iranian military, you know, invading. <laughs> oh, um, no. Invading yeah, I, I mean, pe- people are worried, uh, I'm, I'm sure, understandably, because they don't want another fucking giant war uh, that, that, Trump and uh, or that you know Trump is going to get tricked by Pompeo and Bolton uh, into doing something terrible. But I mean, people I think underestimate Trump's intelligence. Like he doesn't care about knowing things because not, it's not because he's dumb. He just doesn't give a shit, right? But he is actually very good at sizing people up, right? And I think in that he can kind of tell like, well, they want to do this thing that I don't want to do. I want to look tough, but I don't want to get us into a huge fucking war that's going to make me look bad in right. the long run. Like that's what he and- really does care about is his ego. Exactly. And you know what? He also wants things to be easy. Um, and he realizes that it's going to like last a really long time and it's going to be blamed on him. And he's aware of that. Um, and he knows that he's going to get stuck with this. That's really all it comes down to. He wanted something that was going to go in there. They were going to install Guido and they were going to walk out. And because it wasn't that easy, he's done with it. Right. <laughs> Yeah, that's right, really yeah. all it comes down to. <laughs> yeah. Right, and, and there's something so I, I guess refreshing about that, but also terrifying because you know he is uh, just blatantly racist and uh, is you know doesn't give a shit about those people. It's only about oh, you not. know knowing that it would be a huge failure that would reflect on him that prevents him from doing it. <laughs> In a weird way, his incredible selfishness has actually benefited our, the policy goals we want to see because he knows it would be bad for his campaign for him to start a fucking endless quagmire like Iraq or, you know, Afghanistan. Yeah. Yeah, and and so. you, you honestly think that, I mean, if Hillary Clinton was president, I mean, <laughs> she wanted, oh, gra- she wanted a ground Syria. war in, in Libya. You know, yeah. well, we have been bombing Syria. Well, well we'd be further. And no fly zone worse. in Syria. Yeah, there, there'd be no fly zone in Syria. We'd probably be bombing Iran. I we'd mean, definitely who be in knows? Venezuela because those policies started under Obama for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they, they would have gotten it done. Knows too. how to get a coup done? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> it, she was calling for that shit too. Uh, she was instrumental in coups in Haiti and Honduras. So she knows how to actually get that shit done. And apparently Bolton, you know, and Pompeo have no clue. I mean, th- thank God Pompeo is not Kissinger because it would have been done already. Right. Yeah. Now, that, that, that's the saving grace is that they're two fucking utterly useless morons and they don't know right. what they're doing. Th- I mean, tonight they started pushing that um, Al Qaeda is in Iran. So. Oh, my God. I, I mean, yeah, it, they're, recycling, so... they're recycling Iraq stories. <laughs> 
That's how stupid they are. But you know what? The worst part about it is if you go to their comments, people believe it. Of course. People are fucking like right wingers are so fucking gullible and stupid oh, yeah. when it comes to any well, other like th- th- they th- are. this is your new enemy. Like, th- you know. Right. But I think that, you know, a lot of those right wingers come from places where there are a lot of veterans, people that went over to Iraq and they have seen it firsthand or they've seen you know, what that really was. And they, more than a lot of urban liberals, probably are really anti-war. Oh, <laughs> right no, that's, now that's true. Because they live Anti-war, right. but go down to Venezuela and, uh, you know, we want you to attack Russia instead. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah, I mean, they're fine with coups. I'm not saying they're just right. good people. <laughs> it's just that, you know, they're... The, the places that voted against Hillary Clinton were places that had a lot of you know, anti-war conservatives, honestly. Okay. And they knew that she voted for that, and they saw their, you know, kids come home all fucked up from it. So, uh, you know, just, just you know, the the narrative that if you're right-wing, you're automatically pro-war, I think is, um, you know, oh, has yeah, been used no, as sort of control yeah, opposition. No, definitely not true. And we, we've talked a lot about how, how, you know, a lot of his base doesn't want war, and that was one of the reasons he fucking won the, nominate, the Republican nominations, because yeah. he was saying all that horrible shit uh, about you know all the horrible racist shit they want here, but he was also saying like, look, I'm not going to get us involved in another stupid war, you know, etc. Right. Well, so. I mean, they they think there's a war on the border, and that's where they want our troops to be, uh, honestly. And I've I've seen them tweeting that shit out too. So I, right. you know, that's uh, obviously war. it's not a good idea to feed those people that narrative because they'll run with it. <laughs> but you know, at, at least at least they're keeping their troops in our own fucking country. Yeah. Well, you know, while we're on the subject of racists, we should uh, talk about Joe Biden because uh, oh god, a couple stories from this week that <laughs> the that gift that keeps really, on giving that Joe. it really is <laughs> really this is going to be just an awesome fucking primary season. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> really and by is. awesome, you mean so fucked Make up? Make me stab <laughs> my fucking eyes out every day that I log on to Twitter. Um, yeah, so. Uh, a couple things uh, happened with Biden this week. So obviously the thing that's getting the most uh, play is uh, so he was at this big high dollar fundraiser uh, with all these you know millionaires and billionaires again in New York Which City. Which one? Yeah, I know. <laughs> he was at a you know one of his many high dollar fundraisers that he's had this month uh, in New York City, um, and he made a couple of really stupid fucking comments, uh, which he's made, you know, uh, similar comments before. But it's just amazing how uh, the lack of self-awareness from that campaign is kind of staggering because it's like, yeah, I know he's a horrible person, but it's also amazing that they didn't convince him to not just say the shit that he always says. Like, he's like, Joe, you're running for the Democratic nomination. You can't talk about this. You can't talk about that. But he's such a fucking Trumpian like buffoon that he can't help himself. So like, uh, well, this was, he doesn't have to, he gets no feedback, right? He's a public figure, but he's completely insulated from what the public thinks about him. Uh, and then, so when he does see people protesting, him, he's like, what are you talking about? Everyone loves me. How could he be protesting? Like he just, he has no fucking clue. Well, he, he does get gently reminded by his staff, but I think they're all afraid to cross him. So like, this was this. Oh, so I'm going to read a couple of things that he said. So this is from uh, Edward Isaac Dover, who's a total piece of shit, uh, Bernie hater. But he was reporting from a Biden fundraiser. So he got this quote um, tonight at a fundraiser in New York City. Biden recalled serving with uh, a major segregationist Mississippi senator. Uh, quote, I was in a caucus with James O. Eastland. 
He never called me boy. He always called me son. Uh, he imitated the drawl. At least there was some civility. We got things done. So uh, James Eastland, for people that don't know, is a uh, just absolutely horrific, horrific segregationist uh, senator that that Biden, you know, served with. Uh, he said some just absolutely um, horrendous things. So Bill de Blasio, you know, for as, as worthless as he usually is, actually had a really good tweet. <laughs> Uh, almost everybody actually had a great response to Biden, even like Kamala Harris, Cory Booker, um, really just just took, took a great opportunity to talk shit on Biden because he, he, you know, just can't help but coddle up to the worst racists on the planet. Uh, but this is what de Blasio tweeted out. Uh, it's 2019 and Joe Biden is longing for the good old days of civility typified by James Eastland. Eastland thought my multiracial family should be illegal and that whites were entitled to quote the pursuit of dead N words, but he obviously said the word Uh, it's past time for apologies or evolution from Joe Biden. He repeatedly demonstrates that he is out of step with the values of the democratic party. Um, Corey Corey Booker. Yeah. I mean, you know, de Blasio, whatever, at least you can be that decent on, on that issue. Uh, But again, it's also like, well, he has a multiracial family. So if he didn't, would he be that, aware you know no, uh, yeah that, that's the thing is like uh, that's probably one issue that he actually you know is, is being legitimate on like of right. you know is as shitty as he is on everything else but um but then so so cory booker says biden should apologize and biden's response was i don't have to apologize i've never done anything wrong if anyone should apologize it's cory booker <laughs> black guy <laughs> seriously I, I, had, I, mean, I had a tweet last night. It was something like, you know, with all the parody stuff we do with Pat, you know, um, mm-hmm. it was something like, you know, well, Joe Biden was vice president to a black man. So I think if anything, anybody knows about the black experience, it's Joe Biden. Cory Booker's never even been president. <laughs> so um, Yeah, but I mean, he's been black in America, even though he grew up like pretty like wealthy, you know, a son of engineers and like middle class, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, no. I mean, no, I was being completely But still, but yeah, still but I mean, it, I understand anybody that's trying to criticize him to back Joe Biden like really needs to fucking rethink their life. Like, I don't <laughs> understand like where they come off like trying to say anything to like Cory Booker about like the black experience to like right. back yeah, up Joe, Joe Biden. Biden. Never, it would never deny somebody their their own experiences, and I think that right. Cory Booker is very disingenuous with a lot of his yeah. policies. Yeah, and like Cory Booker that, sucks ass. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> but you can't deny that he's still somebody who has you know been he is nominally a black person. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely, absolutely. Uh, but, but this whole idea that like Joe Biden, he's just you know always oh, from a bygone era, and he doesn't know any better. It's like that's bullshit, okay? Because no, he's a the, fucking racist. It, like, yeah, he's a racist. But it's a great opportunity to remember who wasn't racist back in the day. Uh, mm-hmm. So a guy by the name of uh, James W. Ford was the first black man to run on a presidential ticket in this country in 1940. He ran on the Communist Party of America, 1940. Right. So. If you if you want to go back, I'm sure to the right wing loved him. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sure the Democratic <laughs> Party hated him too, right? Yeah, no, everyone probably fucking loathed uh, him that, back in that's, the forties. That's it's the, like the socialist and the communist who were the original anti-racist campaigners in the United States in this country, at least in the you know in the uh, late 1800s and uh, you know early 1900s. Obviously, before that, there were uh, abolitionists who probably didn't identify as necessarily socialist or communist, but you know going forward. From you know 1850s on, that became uh, you know a, a 
very much a part of those movements in this country. I don't know if you guys saw uh, Simone uh, Huckabee Sanders uh, twist herself into pretzels to try (laughs) to fucking (laughs) uh, explain away. Like, oh, well, she's so fucking sad. Like, I almost feel bad. Like, if she wasn't such a piece of shit, I'd feel bad. She, it's just so. (laughs) What a sad existence! Like to just constantly have to defend a fucking piece of shit, dried up, old, racist you know, a fucking elitist piece of garbage like Joe Biden on a daily basis. Like, what has your fucking career come to? Right. I said to her that she wrote um, that he didn't praise a segregationist, and that's a disingenuous take. I was like, okay. That video of him delivering the eulogy at Strom Thurmond's funeral says (laughs) otherwise, but okay. You really should stop jumping on these grenades for this racist classist creep. It's just sad at this point. It I mean, really but he he literally praised him in that quote. Like he talked about how 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 civil and how th- how well things got done and how he like what the fuck is she talking about? Like I don't right. even know. Well, it, it wasn't it at that same uh, rich person uh, donation dinner that he said that I, I have you know, that quote too. You do have that quote too. Yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, so he so this is another great fucking. He was just on a roll at this dinner. I don't know how he, one of his staffers didn't fucking <laughs> trank him from the side stage, but uh, <clears throat> he's and I assume this is off the cuff because the way he talks. Uh, by the way, you know, I remember I got in trouble with some of the people on my team on the Democratic side because I said, you know, I found. Uh, you know what I found is rich people are just as patriotic as poor people. Yeah. Not a joke. I mean, we may not want to demonize anybody who has made money. The truth of the matter is you all, you all know, you all know in your gut what has to be done. We can disagree in the margins, but the truth of the matter is it's all within our wheelhouse and nobody has to be punished. No one's standard of living will change. Nothing would fundamentally change because when we have income inequality as large as, we have in the United States today, it brews and ferments political discord uh, and basic revolution. Not a joke. Not a joke. I'm not calling for revolution, but not a joke. It allows demagogues to step in and say the reason where we are uh, is, I mean, this is just a fucking word salad, but uh, you know, that the the real pull quote is like, you know, none of your standards of living will change. No one's standard of living will change. Nothing would fundamentally change. And that's just his fucking campaign slogan in a nutshell. Like that should just be his fucking slogan. Better things aren't possible. Exactly. (laughs) Why would we want anything to change? Um, So it's, it's, this is this, this like double think that they do all the time is that they recognize there's, you know, huge inequality but that that and that's immoral. But that the system that created that capitalism should not be, you know, threatened or changed in any way that would take wealth away from the people that took it from the working people, right? Right. And it's so so it becomes all this thing of like, well, you know, we gotta we got we shouldn't have to think about homelessness. So uh, in in Oregon, they're spending a million dollars, a million dollars to move boulders under freeway right. overpasses so that, you know, like what you can't spend that million dollars on building a new fucking homeless shelter. The fuck is wrong with you? Like, where's the, where's the priority? It's just, they want to get rid of the image of it. So you don't have to think about it. Right. And that's what they loved about Obama is that he made us feel good about not caring. Right. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, speaking of Obama, I mean, Biden's made these comments and, you know, uh, even about Obama, um, like these racist comments weren't just about, oh, yeah. you know, specific people. He's made them about Obama, too. Um, you know, he called him the first clean African-American candidate. 
<laughs> oh. Um, oh my yeah. god! He referred yeah, to he Jesse talked Jackson about how as well a spoken boy. He was as a boy. As a boy. when he ran for president in the eighties. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you know, just, he, I mean, he's a racist to his core. He really is truly racist. Of like course. I, people get like, oh, well, no, he's just dumb. He's from a different era. Like, no, he's a fucking racist. Like, if he's you, always been a racist. You and know, Trump says the exact proud. same shit. Right. And and every every liberal's like, Trump's racist because look at the racist shit he says. And Trump's like, I'm not racist. I've never been racist. Biden says, there's not a racist bone in my body. And everyone is, you know, everyone with a brain a has said scene. that. Like, if, yeah, if exactly. you if you have to say there's not a racist bone in my body, when everyone's calling you racist, like there's a lot of fucking racist bones in you, motherfucker. <laughs> you might be racist. Yeah, if you have to say I'm not exactly. a racist, there's not a racist bone in my body, you might be racist. I can't be a fucking racist. Barack Obama's my best friend. I put yeah. a little picture of a friendship bracelet on Friendship Day on Twitter. <laughs> that, that's my campaign right there. Exactly, and. The other thing, in 2007, um, he wrote um, about the schools in D.C. and while comparing it to Iowa. And basically, he just wrote that the difference was that there's less than 1% of African Americans in, uh, as a population in Iowa. He said there's less than 1% of the population in Iowa that is African American. There's probably less than 4 or 5% that are minorities. What's in Washington? So look, it goes back to what you start off with, what you're dealing with. When wow. you have children that wow. are coming from dysfunctional homes, when you have children from homes where there's no books, where the mother from time from the time they're born doesn't talk to them as opposed to the mother in Iowa who is sitting out there and talks to them, the kid starts out with a 300-word larger vocabulary age 3. Half this education gap exists before the kid steps foot in the classroom. I mean, he's just like almost bordering on phonology <laughs> at this point. Like he's so like, he's a oh, yeah. Well, in his reason that he posed um, desegregating the schools and busing kids from you know from disadvantaged schools, uh, the black schools to the the white schools, was that then white kids would be forced to be disadvantaged by having to integrate with black kids and they shouldn't right. it's not fair to them that they should have to lose their privilege that was he didn't he say this said. when he was desegregate like running against desegregation he said this in 2007 wow that's that's yeah i mean he no i mean he is who he is like it, it they're doing the best they can to hide it but he's a fucking piece of shit he's a racist he's a fossil right. he's an absolute relic of a decaying era uh, he's, I, I would say he's it's, it, somehow to the right of Hillary Clinton, which I, right. I would never have thought the possible, crime bill. but yeah, I <laughs> like, mean, he, he's, he's, he's a to the right man. of Donald Trump. He loves it. Honestly. He loves yeah. it. Yeah. No, in a lot of areas he is. I, I just, it, yeah. So, you know, I, but again, it's, he's not going to make it. And, and, you know, I, I, I know it sounds like we're, we're just saying that to make ourselves feel better, but he's fucking not. He's already plummeting in the polls from where he entered. He lost like nine points from his his announcement boost and it's the not going to go up from there. Yeah. The scary part is that we know he's not going to make it, but nobody's told the Democrats that and honestly, <laughs> yeah. they don't really give a fuck. They don't give a fuck what we think and they don't give a fuck if he's going to make it or not. If they want him in there and they see any kind of a threat from the left, they literally will like close ranks around us and they will make sure that he is that nominee and they will make sure that he will lose yeah. to Trump. But like, <laughs> that's all there is to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They love it. You know, briefly, I just want to touch on two more quick stories before we get out of here. Uh, that, that really just set me on edge this week. Um, 
so AOC was doing a, uh, I guess an Instagram live video. And she talked about, uh, these, uh, camps that, that Trump is running on the Southern border. And she called them concentration camps, which is exactly what they fucking are. If you look up the actual definition of concentration camp, that is exactly what we're running on the Southern Southern border right now. Uh, now people shit their pants about this because they try to, you know, trip AOC up every time she says something that they think is mildly uh, historically wrong. Uh, But basically everyone was just conflating death camps with concentration camps. Uh, And, and nothing of what she said was, was incorrect. So basically, but a bunch of people seized on it. So uh, Liz Cheney of all people, uh, the daughter of Dick Cheney, uh, fucking psychopath and uh, war criminal who should be uh, in jail right now uh, tweeted out, Please, at AOC, do us all a favor and spend just a few minutes learning some actual history. Six million Jews were exterminated in the Holocaust. Uh, You demean their memory and disgrace yourself with comments like this. So AOC actually had a great response, though, to this. Uh, And it pointed out something that didn't even occur to me, but it's it's really telling of who Liz Cheney is. Uh, She she, uh, responded to her. uh, Also, Liz Cheney, the fact that you employed the horrifying word exterminated here co-opting the language of the oppressor tells us that it's you that needs to brush up on your reading hope you enjoy defending concentration camps i won't back down against fighting them um yeah that's that's pretty fucking telling that liz cheney used the word exterminated because that's like fucking nazi lingo 101 right well Um, and of course they they tried to what would they say that they didn't they didn't keep track of how many it was and it was like then they turned out they kept meticulous track of how many it was that was you know mm-hmm. like they they approached it in very much in it like a clinical uh, you know it wasn't to them it was extermination right so that is pretty horrifying um but yeah i mean it's just it's it's like okay yes they the, those the camps that we have are you know for people who are awaiting you know deportation whether they've already had a hearing or not uh it's also for asylum seekers that are just putting them in camps basically and and yeah they're trying to concentrate them in a small area that's what concentration camp means if you're putting them there by force that's you know i mean calling it camp is kind of a, a, a delightful way of framing it but it's still it's you know there we don't have concentration camps for people that just overstay their visas we have concentration camps for people that are brown I actually I want to read actually the actual Merriam-Webster definition of concentration camp, uh, a place where large numbers of people, especially political prisoners or members of a persecuted minority, are deliberately imprisoned in a relatively small area with inadequate facilities, sometimes to provide forced labor or to await mass execution. The term is most strongly associated with the several hundred camps established by the Nazis in Germany and occupied Europe in 33 to 45, among the most famous being Dachau, Belsen, Auschwitz. But that definition, especially the first part, fits what we're doing at the border to a T. I mean, let's not forget that at least six children have died at these fucking camps. Like, and that's just the, the ones that they've reported on. Who knows how many they fucking covered up? Like, that's just the ones we know about. Like, there have been at least a half a dozen kids that fucking died of, like, dehydration and other right uh, preventable well, and, deaths and, in these camps. and their excuse is that well we don't have the facilities to adequately care for children and it's then it's like okay then then you have no right to put them in your custody if they're if being yeah, in the their custody is putting their life at risk then you have no authority 
to, to exist as a, as a government agency if you cannot properly provide the safe care for people under your detention? Yeah. Yeah, no, it, it's really, it's pathetic, but you know, it, it, it's to be expected of people that are literal fucking Nazis, you know, that people like Laura Ingram, uh, literally just spew fucking Nazi rhetoric, you know, nonstop. And like, if this was, you know, in the forties, they'd be fucking talking about how Adolf Hitler is not such a bad guy and how he's some, you know, like they, no. th- these yeah, people you, are horrific. You mentioned, so. you mentioned Laura Ingram. I don't know, Jules, if you saw this, uh, the, her quote, she had on a radio show. Yeah, we all That's did. I, I think. Yeah, she her her response to having reparations for oh, I posted uh, about it. Yeah, the descendants of literal slaves it. in this country was, yeah. you know, that this is conquest. We won, you lost. <laughs> I mean, this is, yeah, like She's we enslaved you for you know. You don't get to fucking shit. be pissed about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. So, you know, naturally, you'd think that. Uh, yeah given this really bad faith smear of AOC that people like Nancy Pelosi would be coming to her defense, obviously, right? You know, <laughs> leader of the Democrats. <laughs> um, so this is from Newsweek. And this actually two headlines, both from today, from Newsweek, uh, that really just tell you everything you need to know about the Democratic Party and Nancy Pelosi. Uh, Nancy Pelosi responds to Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's concentration camp remark, warns Democrats about, quote, politically charged atmosphere. Later in the day, Nancy Pelosi defended Joe Biden's comments about working with segregationists, calling the former vice president, quote, authentic. He considers certain things a resource that he has worked across the aisle. That's what he was saying. So she could totally clarify on Joe Biden's behalf, but oh, right. AOC right under the fucking bus. And I, I said this on Twitter last night, you know, if, if, if it was the world, you know, 75 years ago, Liz Cheney would have supported Jewish concentration camps. 160 years mm-hmm. ago, Joe Biden would have supported slavery, not because of the, you know, the era uh, excused it, but because of that's fundamentally who they are as people. They are white supremacists. Yeah. Exactly. Nancy Pelosi literally would throw her panties up on stage at like Reagan <laughs> right now. She wants George Bush to be president again. Yep. Romney too. She gets horned when he walks <laughs> by. Like these are people that she loves. Yeah, he does. But you know what? She like she she's condescending as fuck to like Elon Omar and AOC to like immigrant activists. You know, like these are like these are the kinds of conversations that she has with people to the left of her. You know, younger people. This is how they feel about like regular people, activists. Like we're not on their level. <laughs> No, no, they have nothing but but contempt, contempt. Yeah. For, for people who are actual organizers sure. and activists. And I've been in the in rooms where they have to pretend to like you, and then they just say the most disgusting things about you as soon as they think you you can't hear them. Right. She has an incredible disdain for the working class and for minorities. Like it, it's really super obvious whenever she says, "Oh my god, everything is just totally insane." Like, that that the fucking the kid. Remember the kid, the kid that got up and was like, hey, capitalism sucks. How about socialism? And she was like, what? <laughs> like, kill oh Bill Sirens were going oh, on. She was like, bob- yeah, she like, was like bobblehead. I thought her, her head like- was literally going to explode. She's like, no, we're capitalists. <laughs> like she was like yeah. go- going insane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and and that's you know, and I I used to follow that kid in um, one of my older accounts, and his uh, Twitter bio was just uh, "I'm the kid that did the damn thing." 
<laughs> it was, was kind of like, yep, I'm the kid that did the, that thing. Uh, yeah, so a great, great. Um, he literally uh, joined the DSA the day after that that town hall. Like he posted on Twitter, he's like, "Well, guess the, yeah. guess the Democratic Party is not the more place like for me." like the then. DSA joined him, uh, to be yeah. frank. But um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, and I, I, you know, it's just again, it's it's so. Uh, you know, people who think that these are the, the you know, my, my own mother was like, oh, Pelosi, she's the most left speaker we've ever had. And I'm like that. I, I don't agree. But, <laughs> you know, still, I mean, if if you, devil's advocate, that could be true because right. the Democrats if have that's been awful true forever. Fucked. So it's possible that she is the mo- fucking right. Joe Biden was the speaker of the House at one point. So, I mean, compared to him, she probably is. I mean. Right. Well, that's, and, and that's a really sad state of affairs of being on the left is what do you what difference do you really have with what problem do you have with Trump? You know, what policy pro- differences are there if you're that far right? He he doesn't hide it well enough, so he can't actually execute <laughs> right. the policies he right. secretly wanted. And he doesn't fake the executive Oh, God. All right. Well, and there's one other. They like to keep their racism silent. (laughs) Yep. That's true. Absolutely true. Um, Well, there's one other thing I wanted to mention this week before we got out of here, because centrists were just absolutely shitting their pants about this today. Um, So Bernie tweeted out, uh, he quote tweeted a Politico article, uh, and the headline of the Politico article was, Centrists are coming around to Elizabeth Warren as an alternative to Bernie Sanders. Now, that's just the headline of the article. Uh, So Bernie tweeted out, the cat is out of the bag. The corporate wing of the Democratic Party is publicly, quote, anyone but Bernie. They know our progressive agenda of Medicare for all, breaking up big banks, taking on drug companies and raising wages is the real threat to the billionaire class. So, you know, I thought that was incredibly strong. Um, Every fucking centrist lanyard wearing uh, reporting douchebag uh, on the planet was like this is ridiculous this is whiny how 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 dare he compare elizabeth warren to the court first of all she totally fucking is but that's not what he was saying if you actually read the article itself the article is all about how third way an incredibly terrible right-wing democratic organization uh that's entire goal is to push the democratic party to the right uh, has talked publicly about supporting Elizabeth Warren to siphon support away from Bernie on the progressive side of the, you know, the spectrum, uh, which is something we've been saying for months. And it's just nice to have actual confirmation that that's what's going on. But um, he wasn't saying it at all about Warren. He was saying like, look, this is what third way is saying. They will literally support anybody who's not Bernie Sanders. Cause they know he's the only one who's actually going to do the things that he says he's going to do. So right. that's what and he was then, talking about. He wasn't criticizing Elizabeth it. Warren. They get called on it, and they're like, "Well, we're not. A, if Bernie's the nominee, we'll totally support him. It's just that we know that he can't win." Oh, oh, but like, yeah. so fucking Hickenlooper's got a shot, and you're going to back him if he's got a, you know, it's just, their, their, their logic is ridiculous. And of course, of course, if if you know, just just the way they frame it uh, as an alternative to Bernie, like, why do you need an alternative mm-hmm. to Bernie? What's wrong with they Bernie? actually didn't say that they would support Bernie. They just said there's no way that Bernie can win. But will his staff and his supporters support the Democratic nominee? They didn't even agree that he like they would support him. They just asked if they would support oh, like yeah. the Democrat. Well, because they vote for Howard Schultz. Third they just like, I can't even believe you would ask. Tried us. to clarify because there's no way you would win. Third Way's founder yeah. tweeted out that. 
that he would support any Democrat. It's just that Bernie can't win. Right. So, right. so basically they're saying every, every other Democrat has a, could possibly win except for Bernie. Well, what is, what is so unique about Bernie uh, that uh, he can't win when he's the most popular senator in the country, but all his other people possibly can win, even though they're pointing at zero percent. Well, they're also and, not and, reading into what they're saying. They're also saying any Democrat. And then they go on to say uh, Bernie's not a real Democrat. And it's actually people from third way that are saying this. Right. Right. But the, the, I mean, the thing that they don't like about him is that he's threatening their money. Right. That's he's the only is. one that's a threat yeah. to their money. Right. Elizabeth Warren is not a threat to the to Wall Street. She's not a threat to anything. Right. They, that's the alternative. They want somebody that, that looks and sounds like Bernie that is not Bernie because Elizabeth Warren is not going to do fucking shit to change the world. And they know that Bernie will. Right. Yeah. Well, she's certainly not a threat to fucking the health insurance industry. She's made it very clear that she's super willing to completely give up on her supposed ideals when it comes to Medicare for all and, you know, actually seeing any kind of uh, positive change going forward. But no, uh, no. It, well, it, it, and the other, the other thing is like their third way is trying to you know pretend like they want to support Elizabeth Warren. Right. The, the instant anybody to her right pulled ahead of her, they would drop her in a second for that person. They're going to go for the mm-hmm. most possible right wing right. Democrat there is. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, so, you know, it, it's just pathetic. But and again, to see a bunch of shitheads on Twitter, like Chrissy Teigen was like trying to t- call. But like, OK, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, uh, millionaire. Can you please just like right. sit out of this actual discussion of politics if you have nothing to add other than like, well, I like Bernie, but his supporters are making me not want to vote for him. Right. Oh, so it's great right. to know that 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 people's <laughs> poor people's fucking health care yeah. and, and 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 getting an education without being bankrupted for the rest of your life, right. their lives hinges on whether or not you, you feel bad when people are mean to you on Twitter. So that's that clearly exactly. shows how that's serious like the, the um Cassandra Fairbanks, you know, oh I only had become alt right because of, you know, all you occupy Wall street anarchists weren't nice enough to me mm-hmm. you know yeah, dave or, rubin or, says the same bullshit exactly fucking, or or people that say lie. well it's you it's you overly right. militant vegans that forced me to have to go eat that veal by being so <laughs> plant loving you know but it's, it's like no you were a piece of shit before you're just trying to scapegoat the people that actually are you know have morals right um yeah. I, I was i in my extra free time i've been cranking out some uh dank memes for our uh, our web page and our Facebook page, and I had a couple good ones yesterday, and one of them was in in reference to this Bernie who is now fighting back against the the capitalist elements of the party, which is basically the entire party. Uh, and I just took like a, a, a screenshot of uh, Drogon torching a bunch of White Walkers through uh, Game of Thrones fans, uh, and you know, so I labeled like Drogon is the you know done giving a fuck Bernie Sanders, and I like labeled all the fucking White Walkers being torched with about, you know, about three dozen different labels. And it was like the, you know, third way cap, uh, DCC, Donald Trump, Mitch McConnell, uh, <laughs> D- Delaney, Jeff Bezos, like just like labeled every single fucking pe- person getting torched down there. Cause yeah, I mean, he's, people are like, Whoa, how dare Bernie, you know, actually say these things that everyone knows is already fucking true. You know, they just, they, ex- they expected him to lie down and take it again. Like he did last time. And I don't think he's going to do that. 
No, he's got too many good people on his staff, unlike <laughs> last time. Like, he's got a really good staff of people like David Sroda and uh, Brianna Gray, uh, Joy Gray. I keep calling to call her Gray Joy. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Like, fucking Game of Thrones. But uh, Hopefully she would like that that reference. Yeah, least. no, she probably would. Um, yeah, but, but some people who, are, are still... Who aren't, like... Yeah, yeah, like uh, fucking AOC's campaign manager, Waleed, or whatever his name is, was like finger-wagging, oh, yeah. like, oh, I don't think that's a good way to set the tone. It's like, shut the fuck up, liberal. Yeah, like, what are you doing, dude? Like, uh, yeah, there's the, the, the this is like where the real divide comes in between like the TYT left and like the actual socialists, because, you know, for a long time, it's like everyone on Bernie's side versus the establishment. But when it really comes down to brass tacks, the TYTs of the world and the Justice Democrats of the world are totally fine with Warren and they're not trying to dismantle capitalism and they're just fine with, you know, uh, superficial. Uh, to, and this is, look, I'm not trying to generalize about everyone who calls himself a progressive, but it's it, there, there's a really big gulf between Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders. And if you're saying that Elizabeth Warren is OK and you'd accept her you know, in line with Bernie Sanders. And I'm just on a fucking totally different wavelength than you. And I don't know what you what campaign you've been following, but they're, they're just running very different campaigns. Like they're not fucking the same at all. Like there's very big differences. It's the same as like when people were like, Oh, well, Bernie Sanders and Hillary Clinton share 90% of the same ideals. Like their policy or they voted 90% uh, in in a similar fashion, but that 10% is really fucking important. You know, for Hillary, right. that 10% well, they, was the Iraq they base war. That on their, like, they'll, they'll base that on their voting record, which if you look at the things that even make it to the floor to get voted on, yeah, exactly. most of them are fucking centrist trash anyhow. So that that's not unsurprising that you know Hillary and Bernie could have a, a 90% overlap there. But when you have something like the fucking Iraq war that she voted for and Bernie voted against, mm-hmm. um, to say that, that, that they have a similar ideological stance is horseshit. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it, there, there's people, of course, that are labeled themselves progressives and still are very much capitalists. And that is, I would say, TYT to a T. Um, but, yeah, I, I mean, just this notion that you have to be civil with the people trying to undermine yep. actually saving the fucking country and bringing about world peace and trying to stop ecological disaster uh, to undermine those people. You're the fucking villain. So I don't care if you're the Democratic no, I, Party. You're the baddie. <laughs> yeah. It, so, uh, Rebecca uh, Bitten actually had a really funny tweet about uh, about this situation. She's like, hey, I'm all for Bernie, but he really shouldn't be making valid points and campaigning for himself. She's <laughs> like making fun of like the, <laughs> the tone policing that everyone is. Literally every fucking centrist account, you know, it started off with like, hey, right. I like Bernie, but like it, it's just like, no, you fucking don't. No. Like Tommy Vitor, fucking one of the Pod Save America dickwads, tweeted that today. It's like this is a really bad look for Bernie. Like, dude, you don't fuck. You work for Barack Obama. You telling me you don't fucking support Joe Biden's candidacy? Give me a fucking break. Like, you. These people is that are that guy with so the fucking hat? Is he the guy with the hat? No, no that's Tommy Christopher. Tommy Vitor is one of the Pod <sighs> Save America. Right. Ones. I just I see this guy with this potato face and no jawline with this fucking weird hat on. on. No, that's Tommy Christopher. He's he's just They're... an out out now Bernie hater. <laughs> There's just too many of them. I can't keep They're, up. It's with too hard to keep. We need a we need a bingo card. Well, and they all look like potatoes with a hat too. <laughs> oh, I know. It's it's a good thing that avatars are really small because as soon as you click on them, you're like, whoa, oh, that's okay. You your face is not 
working out so great. And they're all bitter as fuck. It's like, oh my God, every single like tweet is like, oh my God, you're still with her, aren't you? Yeah. Like you're yeah. still with her, but you just like pick somebody else. So now like you right. can't write that you're still with her. So you just like are just against him. <laughs> oh, no. they're, 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 it's so obvious that they're just grinding their fucking 2016 acts, yeah. acts with Bernie. Like they just, any opportunity they can seize on to fucking shit on them for like no reason. It's just so obvious. That that's and you what know, doing. you know, you know, if Biden starts to tank, like really tank, Hillary Clinton's mm-hmm. gonna fucking jump in this race. You know it. And they would rejoice. Yeah, they Hillary would be like, it's Cuomo fucking good. It's revenge shit. time. We're gonna fucking destroy Bernie and it's Trump. Her turn. It's her turn. It's her turn. Now election. it's her turn. Exactly. <laughs> Watch <laughs> out, Russia. Fucking, let's make the same mistake. Watch forever, out, Russia. <laughs> yeah. Like Biden will have like no electoral votes, and Bernie will have like the majority of pledged delegates, and she'll jump in like a month before the convention, and then MSNBC will be like, "Well, look, you know, Hillary Clinton has a 500 point <laughs> delegate ca- advantage on Bernie. You know, it not. I don't know why he's even still in the race. He should just drop out. He's being a sore loser, just oh, like in 2016. Why doesn't he just drop ridiculous. out? Like, that's what they're gonna do. I mean, so, we we've talked about that everybody, bunch, but nobody's going to have the volunteers that Bernie has and all these pundits who don't, they've never phone bank. They've never walked turf before. They've never knocked on doors before. They don't know the meaning of the word phone. bank. Well, I mean, they know that that is such a crucial thing for a campaign and that's how you actually win votes, but they are paid to go on TV and pretend that that doesn't exist, that that part of campaigning doesn't exist, that campaigning is purely stump speeches and, uh, you know, donor dinners. Right. They and, and then the you know polls to people that are watching Murder She Wrote. Like that's that's all the campaign is. There is no actual ground game. They never talk about ground game on MSNBC or CNN or Fox. They just think none of that stuff exists to them. Yeah, yeah. I'm convinced you're trying to get any the Angela Lansbury uh, segment of our audience. Like you're just trying <laughs> hardcore to get them to tune out. You just always shitting on the Murder She Wrote yeah. watchers. I no, it's just that those are the people no, that I'm they joking, are, are the, the pundits are convinced that like that is the big silent you know majority of voters and somebody put out the that that chart this week um that showed like the graph of like here's all the baby boomers and then here's everyone born um you know uh, after 1980 and how the voting was. And it's almost, it was like between 2014 and 2018, the number of people born after 1980 who voted doubled. It doubled. And meanwhile, mm-hmm. the boomer vote is continuing to decline because they're dying. Uh, and now you have pe- people born after 1980 voted uh, more than baby boomers. In the midterms, did. more. In, in yeah. the midterms, yeah. Biggest midterm turnout. So, you know, when they say things like, oh, the youth don't care to vote, it's like, no, they, they do care to vote when you give them a choice. You know, I, I know people that were yeah. fucking anarchists who registered right. to vote for Bernie Sanders because they were like, well, now at least there's a fucking choice. Now I'll do it because there is actually somebody running who gives a shit about the working class. Yeah. 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 Well, um, well, he's not on any of the polls, so it's basically basically he doesn't right, exist. Right. And, and that's yeah, MSNBC it, literally left him off a poll of South Carolina primary last week. <laughs> Did you see that? Oh, they've left him off several. It, it's kind of hilarious. Like if it wasn't so flagrant, it's like they're just so blatant about it now in, in their fucking, their attempt to just totally marginalize his campaign, but he's literally in second place right now out of 24 fucking people. 
Yeah, I don't and believe that. The entire narrative for a minute. He's in no, first I, place. he's probably he's in first. Place. But you know, he's he's in at least put it this way. He's in at least second place, if not first place, out of twenty four people. And the only thing that they talk about with him and only him is, well, it, his campaign is just fledgling, and he should just drop out. Like the magic isn't there, like it is in twenty. I mean, it's unbelievable that he is in at bare minimum second fucking place out of twenty five people, and they're talking about him dropping out. Like that's insane yet that's like the narrative that they're trying to, to build so you know I, look they're gonna fucking keep doing it so yeah. good luck i mean just, just keep in mind that the number of people that actually watch the the corporate news you know rachel maddow shows like that's still a very small number of people it's only a few hundred thousand people that watch that shit and yes you can influence those people to some degree but i guarantee those people are already fucking centrist anyway Right. So I, I knew people like uh, Anna on TYT gets uh, so furious that the mainstream media won't present to progressive voices. And it's like, are you fucking surprised? Look at their agenda. Look at who they who advertises with them. It, it's it's fucking car companies and oil companies like it's it's the it's the health yeah, insurance industry. It's big pharma defense right? contractors. So, you know. know Defense contractors, yeah. What do they need to advertise on TV for? Like, are you, am, am they don't I selling like commercial products? <laughs> no. Yeah, it's unbelievable. No. That they Can I buy a fucking Hellfire missile? No, I'm not allowed to. <laughs> I'd like Somebody to. should actually, like, like as a joke, call them up and like request, like request, like a fucking like an F-35, and like and be like, well, what do you, what do you mean I can't? I, I saw a commercial on on MSNBC. The yeah. Other day. Like, what do you, what do you mean I can't buy one? Like, why would well, you? Well, clearly it's because the the liberals won't let you have the weapons you want. For that, I'd have to go over to you know, the Middle East and I could buy whatever whatever <laughs> arm system I want. Yeah. Like, would it help if I said I was Saudi? Would that would that? How does that spice <laughs> up the pot? Spice up the uh, deal for you? Yeah, of course I'm um, part of the Saudi royal family. Why <laughs> hear my voice, right? My accent. Oh God. Yeah. Well, you know, it's a shit show, but we persevere, I guess. Um, and still, we yeah. Persisted. So I, yeah, <laughs> nevertheless, Oh God, by the way, if you go to Liz Warren's, uh, like website, that's like every fucking piece of merch she owns has that fucking thing plastered all over it. Like she, you know, to- totally didn't try to build an entire identity out of that one kind of throwaway moment, but you know, whatever. Um, but you say Liz Cheney anyway. or Clinton? She should make a jersey. She should make no, a jersey with her. Uh, w- yeah. She should make a jersey with her. Uh, what's it called? Her 23 and me or her ancestry uh, results on the back. <laughs> I don't know if they make print that small. If she was going to do a bar graph of like the amount of Native American in her blood, I don't think they could actually print that small of a dash on the. Well, there's uh, a lot of zeros. I mean, it might take up the whole back. That's true. If she did, if she did it, if she did it in, dig- in digits, it would be fine. If she tried to do a bar gra- uh, like a bar graph, it would really be uh, really be a tough, <laughs> tough print job. On I'm there. sure Daily Cost could do it. Their bar graphs are it's true. A fucking hilarious mismatch of. Uh, 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 you know, whatever the opposite of being a mass surgeon is, that's their bar graphs over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right. Well, so I think that about does it for us this week. Um, but uh, if you want to support the show, uh, you can do it in a couple of ways. Obviously the easiest way is to rate review and subscribe on Apple podcasts. Mandatory. Uh, not it's I- mandatory from <laughs> yeah. here on out. If you're listening to this this not- far, you have to share it and subscribe. Thank you. It's true true uh not itunes anymore of course because 
RIP iTunes doesn't exist. Um, but uh, yeah, so rate, review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Uh, you can follow us on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash move left. If you want to um, follow us on Facebook, you can do that at facebook.com slash move left idiots. Uh, lots of memes and and stuff like that over there. It's oh, yeah. We've those. been, I, in my time off, I've been making a lot more memes instead of just uh, uh, repurposing other people's memes. Um, so, yeah, we had, had two yesterday. Uh, I did, somebody somebody t- uh, tweeted out something about, um, you know, how all the centrist male candidates said that their personal hero was their wife. And I was just like, what a fucking coward answer. Like, not one of them named, you know, their personal hero is Cersei Lannister. And uh, somebody, <laughs> one of our mutual followers, uh, who's a very uh, big Game of Thrones fan, was like, you know, if any one of them would have said Arya Stark, I would vote for them. <laughs> so I, Yeah, no, I, I, agree. I agree. I, I made a, a meme. It's like the, the comparison, like, who's better on the issues? And it's like a picture of Bernie and then some other shit lib, right? And the, the template I had was for Kamala Harris. So I put down, it was like, uh, it was, uh, that topic was Arya Stark, right? And so mm-hmm. Bernie... Bernie, the, the line I made up for him was, Ari is proof of what we've been saying on this campaign, that millennials have the power to take on the evils of the, our corrupt society. <laughs> and then I had Kamala Harris saying of Arya Stark, she's a lawless runaway and fugitive of the crown. She belongs in juvie. <laughs> so that, that got like, uh, I haven't checked on our Facebook page, but that got like uh, probably over 100 likes and I think dozens of shares just today. So. Yeah. Oh, by the way, from that that thing you mentioned, that was like a New York Times like get to know the candidates thing where they all answered like the same set of questions. Yeah. They they had the worst fucking answers imaginable on uh one of the questions was do you think Israel meets international standards of human rights? <laughs> Kamala Harris <laughs> Kamala Harris oh my said god. overall. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> uh Christian Gillibrand said, uh, I do. And I believe that Israel is our greatest ally in the Middle East. And then Michael Bennett had the best answer of all of them. I, we weren't sure because nobody could figure out. There was just pictures. There was no name. So it was like, which which generic white potato face is this? But people figured <laughs> out it was Michael Bennett. <laughs> so his answer to do you think Israel meets the international standards of human rights was Israel is the one essential country on the planet. What? Just wrap your minds around oh that. Oh my fuck! What? Israel is the one essential country on the planet. I, I just I Are can't you even fucking, fucking begin to fathom what he was thinking. Country like America is not an essential country. <laughs> you're running for president. Do it, bro. Like he probably like screenshot that and sent it to APAC, and he was like, "Are you gonna give my campaign that is like definitely like in the shitter right now a nice cash injection?" Thanks. And they were like, yeah. "Who's this guy it, it, emailing us? So it's just a picture of a potato head." <laughs> <laughs> no. they we were don't like, know who, who you are. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Michael Bennett's wife doesn't know who If by chance Michael Bennett's <laughs> listening to this podcast right now, because we know we know you have the free time, uh fuck Yeah, you. go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Elizabeth Warren no, too. Sure. What the fuck? Yeah, no, I Everyone in the race right now, other than Bernie, Tulsi, and Gravel, can go fuck themselves. Um, Marianne Williamson's like pretty good too. Yeah, no, she's not. But I, I was just thinking of like the semi, you know, yeah. serious people. Like but no, she's, yeah, no, she's got some decent what the stuff. Fuck? She's not bad. Um, who else? 
wasn't oh, Yang is wasn't, such a um, fucking oh god. Oh, he's terrible. He's terrible. So I was watching that uh, that the uh, poor people's campaign moral Congress where they had all the fucking candidates come up there, where oh Biden was just a fucking off the rails. Word like, salad. Oh, god, that was a crazy. train wreck. But I I think that um, what, like, you said her name is Marianne Williams. Is that her? Marianne Williamson. Williamson. Yeah, I think she was the only person out of everyone on that stage to even say the word capitalism. Right. And I'm just so tired of like progressives that like won't say the word capitalism. Like if your whole fucking mm-hmm. campaign is about addressing the source of inequality, the source of poverty, and you won't fucking say the word capitalism. Like, why are you even up there? Yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing yeah. her on the debate. Did she stage. make the cutoff? Like, she's she's good. I like her. Oh, great. great. Yeah, she did. And then she not only she made the cutoff. She started to advocate for like people donating to Gravel, so he gets oh, up on stage. Good. Yeah, no, I, I, you, 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 I'm glad you actually mentioned her because I, I, she, she is good, and she's actually the only candidate I've seen that like talked about supporting reparations. I don't know if she reparations, actually yeah, laid out a concrete plan for it, but she, she does. She has a plan. F- yeah, she has a plan for okay, um, ADOS and also for uh, for natives. Oh wow, that's yeah, yeah that's even so. Better. When yeah, it comes so. to two separate issues ones of of indigenous people, uh, apparently Elizabeth Warren doesn't have a plan for that. No, of course not. <laughs> she and she's you know, and also for sex workers, she has everything. I mean, if you go to her website, I mean, she's she's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, I'm I sure the Gravel teens also also put some shit up on there about that. <laughs> He's probably oh, just like, what? What, yeah, what are you guys I, putting on there now? Or whatever. Oh, did you see uh, Mike? Re- Re- Mike I got a prostate exam. I, I can't be bothered. <laughs> you see, Mike Ravel's Twitter account is now actively interacting with uh, Nate's liver. Pat the burner uh, is alter ego now. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, you saw that. Yeah. So we've got we've got the the Mike Ravel kids are now like actively back and forthing with uh, one of the co hosts of this show, Move Left Idiots. So little... I've been trying to get Gravel on, but I may, maybe I'll just get the kids on since they seem they're to be great, the more man, active people on. Yeah, you know, uh, there's, there's surrogates. Fucking great. I, I, I mean, I, I, I don't I, know I, how I, you I, can be that woke as a teenager, but again, it's like. You know, if if we had so, Twitter what are the when rules? We teenagers, we Does he too, have so. to be the one on yeah. the debate stage if he w- <laughs> if they win, or do they get to go on? <laughs> like, do, does he get to send a representative? <laughs> he would be on, but he's a fucking killer on the debate. I know, stage. I know, like I know. Killer Mike, killer Mike Ravel. Yeah, we need to make that meme, Killer Mike. Um, but yeah, no, he, I, I, oh man, I really want him to be on the debate stage for the second round. Um, well, he will oh, be. But, yeah, so by the, yeah. well, he, he didn't make the cutoff for this one. But yeah, hopefully, hopefully he, for he'll July. Make the second one. Yeah, the second round. They're gonna try to fuck him. They're gonna probably try to fucking change the rules and be like, well, the threshold for the second round is that you need a hundred and fifty thousand uh, unique donors. Yeah, I, I don't and, think that know, they change a donor states. amount. So I think what they did was they changed the um, your percentage. So we'll see. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ugh. Well, that'll be interesting. Yeah, I don't trust them at all. So I'm sure they'll pull some bullshit. They'll handcuff them to the fucking chair. They <laughs> bye bye, Lincoln <laughs> Chafee. <laughs> oh, that's that's the other bummer. Is like I'd love to see some of these fucking zero percenters up on stage. It's hilarious to see the Lincoln Chafees. You know what they you should know, who's do? Gonna be the Lincoln- It'd be hilarious if they like let them all get up on stage. But if they were under a certain point. They got to like literally like pull them like pull the microphone away at a in like an undecided <laughs> point in which they were trying to talk. So they literally had to be like, but no, 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 no. 
it's just, I mean, come on. Who's going to be the sit down, loser? Who's going to be the Jim Webb of this debate? I mean, we know there's no Jim Webb. Oh my God, Jim Webb! I killed a man. <laughs> Hello, darkness. I liked it. <laughs> Poor Jim Webb. I mean, not really, but it, I almost you feel bad. Where is he home. even? Where is he now? Oh man, I'd be surprised if he's in a dark place. I know that. <laughs> Did you guys see? I think oh, we mentioned man. this on the show before, a long time ago. But so there was there was that moment where he was talking about killing a guy, and then he kind of like looked looked down into the abyss and got really quiet for a moment. And <laughs> yep. you're like, "What the fuck's happening?" But then like somebody <laughs> had like a side camera where Bernie kind of like was like, "Uh oh, Jim's going to the dark place." And Bernie kind of like nudged him and kind of smiled and kind of like snapped out of it. Yeah. And you can only see it from that side angle, but it's like, holy shit! It became like, like a meme Bur- on Twitter. I remember <laughs> oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> Bernie's seen him go there before. Like, hey, <laughs> yeah. come on, could, could, could have been a conscientious objector like me. Didn't have these fucking flashbacks. <laughs> oh man! All right, so yeah. Uh, well, and by the way, but by, by the time we're you know podcasting next week, the first round of debates will have happened. Uh, they're on Thursday, so we'll probably podcast right after the uh, the, the Thursday debates because that's the. That's the real, you know, the the murderers row debate, the the Wednesday debates, like Liz Liz Warren and like the fucking, you know, the C listers, Seth Moltons <laughs> of the world. Oh God! I think she might. I think Tulsi's actually in her debate though, which is good because she'll actually call her out on. Oh, shit. that's good. I think she'll sure. one. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, um, Jules, are you free next Thursday? Uh. Yes, I am. All right. Well, All right, uh, cool. you're more you're than welcome to come back, back on, on next week and. Uh, we could, if we can try to get Pat on too, we might reach out to him as well and see what he's up to because we always like to get the clown car going, get everyone on. Here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll we'll definitely do some good debate coverage. Um, and uh, oh yeah, so uh, fa- yeah, I mentioned Facebook, of course. Um, if you want to uh, support us in a different way, you can uh, become a Patreon, and that's at Patreon.com/slash/MoveLeft. Uh, and if you want to pick up merch from the show, you can do that at tinyurl.com slash move left merch. Um, other than that, uh, I am on Twitter at move underscore left. Uh, and I'm on Twitter at smut collector. That's with an ER, not an OR. And Jules. <laughs> and I, I am on there for now. Who knows how long that will last. At spicy socialista, I like yeah, it. Right I like that screen name. I'm oh, surprised yeah. that was not taken already. And I was kind of like, yeah, no, I, I, that's I, that was my I first thought that. when I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> so, well done. Um, yeah, and we will see you next week.
There's insanity in the control room tonight.